software safety reasons. Anything. Look, we're in the we're in the golf barn. So I'm just saying. Seven iron. Uh, but we are gonna. I, I wanted to say something before we start. Is we are gonna do. We're recording a little differently today. We yes. normally just recorded straight through. But uh, our special guest with an S because we have two guests. Very special. Our uh, our daughters today, Sadie and Cadence, and so. Stephen and I are going to we do our thing and then bring them up. You know, we'll pause and bring them up for a few questions. So we don't know how this is going to go. So we wanted to talk a little bit ahead of time. It's going to up the cuteness factor. Yeah. But before we get into it, I have a I have a question for you. I want you to think about, okay? So in the word scent, like the smell, I, the, the the flower gives oh. off the scent. Mm -hmm. Is the S or the C silent? Because if you take the C out, it's, it's still scent, like I scent something. Take the S and out, it's still it's scent. scent. like, what do you think it is? Deep Thoughts by Jack Andy. I don't know. I don't know. And I just was, I mean, I just, this totally was, took me off my game I, right now. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I wanted to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do a better job. That's our intro for episode, it's episode 11. All right. Uh, all right. Welcome to Often Wrong, Never in Doubt. Episode 11. EP 11. Yo. Big, big day. Yes, it is. Big guests. A big guest. And I, I wanted to let you know that I recognized again that you did not wear black over to my house. I've slowly been throwing all my black stuff yeah. away. So I just, I, you know what? I appreciate when people recognize things that I'm working on, you know, and, and I have thousands of things I'm working on. So I, hey, look, there you go. I just I give you a I'm compliment. giving you the opportunity for grace. Well, that's what you said. Um, as I said in the non-intro the segment called before the show we do have two <laughs> right. guests that'll be here in a little bit uh i will say you know we've been talking about some fan mail things i won't i won't go through but i've been starting to receive emails at our often raw pod yes. email which is i got a three or four one of them from chris crow who uh is uh i'm not sure his title sorry chris uh but he works uh with a distillery and I know he's on the financial side, you know, whether, you know, he's like the, CFO oh, I love that or place. something like that. Oh, and we shouted them out. Yes. Is and that so, why he reached out? Yeah, he, he wants to email. sponsor us? He, uh, you know what? I, I'm going to reach back out to him about the sponsorship. Yeah, good. <laughs> but uh, he, he mentioned something to us uh, about some of the, the uh, drinks they have there, which I mentioned they have about six. Again, I'm, I'm big on the Waterson. So, and that's probably named after Billy Watterson, yes. Um, but in his family. Um, but you know what? I've talked about my buddy B. Jadot. We call him BJ down in Florida. Okay. That's an old work joke. But uh, he sent uh, me a message or email saying that we need to come up with a specialized, our special ranking system for the wines we taste. Instead of just saying, oh, I like this, we should start to have a ranking system. Oh, similar to like yeah, what no, like, Puzzle Space does at yeah, Barstool oh, with the yeah, pizzas? Yeah. I like that. And actually. we can come up, I haven't, I wanted to talk to you about this, but I think off, off, you know, off record, we should come up with something and present it when we're back on, you know, wet February. I like this. <laughs> and we're close. Nine yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to come up with a ranking system that'll be fun, whether it's, you know, four, one out of four or five, you know, stars or, you know, you know, redheads or whatever they are. <laughs> <laughs> how many gingers? Yeah. How many gingers? gingers? This is three out Two of five and gingers. Three quarter ginger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something that's unique to us. And that way, you know, historically we could talk about, you know, hey, this, you know, these are some over the year, you know, over the last past year, these are our four highest ranking. I like that. You know, instead of just so. Well, like, thank you for the advice. It's, uh, see, this is what we got to listen to the people. We got to give the yeah. people what they want. I like I that. I know. I thought that was a good idea. It um, is. So, uh, we're, let's talk a little golf real fast. It's okay. been miserably cold 
for our standards. Yeah, I woke up. It is going to get like, to seventy though this week, and go I go home playing. whether you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> too much. So I haven't been playing too much golf. No, I we did. had one day that was like mid sixties. I went up to hit. 150 yard yeah. shots. Yeah. That was it. Well, I did have something special last week that we can talk about. Um, I was invited short notice to go down to Florida to uh, Jupiter and play Seminole, which is, if you're a golfer, it's, uh, you know, probably one of the top famous old courses in the United States. I think it was built in 1929. Mm. Uh, it's got a rich, rich golf history. Um, and it has been on my bucket list since I was probably a teenager. Wow. And so it was so special. Um, and it was a little overcast. We had rain. Private course. You can't get on. Oh, can't just go oh play yeah. It's, like, yeah. You know, this is totally private. It's cool too, because the history there, a lot of the pros back in the thirties and forties would go down there to warm up their game before the masters. Okay. Um, and a lot of people, yeah. Uh, you, you know, when the Masters played, traditionally it's changed around. It wasn't always, you know, in the spring. But the green complexes, it was a Donald Ross, uh, you know, very similar green complexes to the Masters. So you had a lot of them go down there and just get ready. And, uh, you know, Claude Harmon, which was Butch Harmon's dad, famous player, and, you know, Hogan and all those guys would go down there. Um, but it, I will tell you this. I was trying to do something special. Yeah. Um, there are no uh, phones allowed. Um, I had mine in my pocket. It was on airplane mode. I did try to take it out and take a photo of the menu and I was quickly slapped on the hand. Uh, and <laughs> so, um, so I, I did sneak a few photos in the course, but I was so bummed cause this would have been great segment, but I walked over to the putting green and, uh, by the first hole and it has a huge flagpole in the middle of a putting green, just coming right out of the grass, huge American flag. But I hit record on a, on a video in my pocket. So it's a dark video. And I was whispering to you, I was like, Steven, I'm on the putting green at Seminole. It's lightly raining. It's 64 degrees, but I'm pumped out of my mind. This is so illegal. And I, and I was hoping it would, it would work, but I, I, it didn't pick up my whisper, uh, a, because I was walking around with swishy pants on too. Well, I it do. sounded like George Costanza with a corduroy suit. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate you thinking about me while you're down there enjoying a bucket list course. It was pretty special. I played pretty good too. I had two kind of poo-poo holes. A little uh, blow-up hole? Well, not really, but... What's the blow-up hole for your bogey? Uh, yeah, but I bogeyed <laughs> uh, yeah. the par fives on the front nine, both par fives from the middle of the fairway, which is, well, I both had easy shots. One was middle of the fairway, one was the left side, but um, just got behind a tree and then got in a bunker, but, you know, just shot a couple over, but it was still fun. I went with a couple of guys that were good players, and anyways, that's my big golf talk. So um, my big golf talk is not I mean, I went and practiced a little bit and did some putting, but I got invited. I got an email from a local pro, David Lapour, who you know, runs a kids program. Yeah. And they're doing March to May on Saturdays, junior PGA team golf. Mm -hmm. So it's a two-person scramble that they can go play with their friends. And both of my girls said that they were interested in doing that on Saturdays. Oh, cool. So, I mean, I was psyched to hear them both say that they wanted to try that because honestly, if somebody would have put a club in my hand when I was young, yeah. I mean, who knows? You could have been on the LPGA tour like this guy who just transitioned this past week. I mean, seriously, I do identify as a good golfer. <laughs> <laughs> so 
You know, David <laughs> sent me a message, David Lepore. Did he? I think on the email. He uh, he said, oh, congrats on the success. You know, we've had over a thousand something. Um, yeah, we and, are over a thousand downloads. And uh, he was like, maybe I'll come on one day. So that's, that's funny. great. That funny. So yeah, so I'm excited for the girls to maybe get out and start playing and just enjoying the game, like not getting in their head, but just having some fun. And he's, he's just a sweetheart guy, really is good with kids. And his daughter, I used to teach at homeschool yeah. co-op so she helps coach the kids too so that that should be fun well one thing on golf um i don't know if you remembered we talked about kind of some of the goals for the year mm-hmm. that i was going to play more competitions yes so i don't know if i talked about this or not but a part of my i played a two-man event um oh, yeah. and and we won oh yeah yeah it was a 40 and over series so i'm playing with the old folks uh, it's not like 40 to 55 and then there's another there is, bracket. There is okay. a 55 and older, but okay. it's the 40 to 55. But we won the first opening event in South Carolina. Um, I didn't know they were going to e-blast it out to everyone that's in the golfing industry. So I've, oh, really? I've been getting emails and calls and texts from people in the golf world that I haven't and friends I haven't played with. And so it's kind of really? cool. But I have signed up for two more events. Okay. Do you play with the same partner or do they match you? Uh, I'm, the next one's an individual event. Okay. And then, uh, no, I can, you pick the partner. Okay. Uh, but the next one's an individual event at a local a course called Riverton, which uh, is just up here in Jasper County. Uh, it was this Nicholas design. They closed it down. In January? Oh, it's February. Okay. I know. I know. Hopefully, it's going to warm up. Hopefully, it warms up. <laughs> I know. This weather's brutal. <laughs> I look like Kenny with the, you know, the hoodie. I did. I used, by the way, the foot joy that you got oh, me. Nice. And it is really warm. Nice. Very nice. And it fits just a touch better these well, days. Well, your, your, your gift to me is on my on my coffee table and I've had, I've, I flipped through it. Did you? And I have a, a people that have been picking up and look at it. It's kind of cool. The old articles and yeah. You know, and other stuff going on as well. Alongside of like, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Nice. That's really cool. Well, before we pause to get the girls, you know, we did talk about, this, you know, we're doing the dry January. We're going to do a mocktail later, um, Yes, but we're doing a detox, you know, You've had some success with yours. I'm. I'm You're in, just entering. The I phase. just entered. I started my my fasting last last week, but I, I made it. Made it. It's nearly sixty hours of fasting for those of you that Whew. don't know, and it is. Um, it's you know do hard things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it <builds> character. <laughs> I, so, so we had a closing this week. I just you just reminded me of this. So I'd fasted. You know, for two days, and then you wake up. This is Friday, and I haven't. You still haven't eaten because you have this little cardboard shake that's a hundred, yeah, a hundred calories and water and twenty ounces of water, and it's like drinking cardboard that's been, you know, paper mache. But I go over to my attorney's office at, at that morning, and I haven't eaten anything yet. It was like nine thirty, okay, or whatever. And he, he looks at me, and he uses a bad word, but he's like, "You look like." Poo poo. He's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "Uh, I'm like, I'm fasting and I'm doing dry January." And he's like, "Well, that's the problem." <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, sometimes alcohol is the answer." <laughs> he's like, oh. "Oh man!" But I did have my first meal at lunch that day. I was telling you about it, and I had some celery, and it tasted, and I had blueberries. It tastes like candy. It was unbelievable, and I had some tuna fish, spicy tuna fish. Oh my gosh! Yeah, a little food deprivation. I'm gonna make it though. I'm gonna make it. This Great. Is, yeah, Kim not Kim is uh, doing the dry January as well. But anyways, why don't we pause real quick and we're gonna go bring up the the, the our guest. All right, let's do it. All right, welcome back. You didn't notice that we were gone, but we took an intermission, and now we have my 
oldest, Cadence Sophia, and Pratt's youngest. Yes, Sadie Harris. Has joined us in the studio. What's up, ladies? Hi. (laughs) So, cuteness factor is about to go up about 100%. So, if you like that, stay tuned. And we're going to have a couple questions for the girls. They have a couple questions for us. And we're just going to... See how it goes with, uh, with you know the the most important guests we've ever had on the podcast. That's true. So far. That's true. All right, so we're going to start with Sadie. Sadie has a question for us. When did you start playing golf, and why do you like it so much? So I'm going to take that first. It was two years ago when I moved down here. I never really played golf. Now I live on a golf course, so I figured, hey, why not get out back and hit some balls and see if I like this. And uh, yeah, it very much was like that Instagram video that you've seen where a guy just goes out and he's like, I don't know if golf is really for me. And then sure enough, he just hits this pure shot and he turns to his friends and everything goes dark and he says, I'm going to dedicate my life to this game. I am going to become the best I can at this. I will spend thousands of dollars and hours on the golf course. And that essentially is what I am doing. So that's why I like it so much. Like I said, the tuning fork. When you hit the pure shot, we call that the tuning fork to the soul. Mm. Well, my I'll try to make this short. I grew up in Sea Pines on Hilton Head. And I'm not quite sure when I started playing, but we had a golf course in our backyard. And it was just something our family did. Both my dad loved it, my granddad. So I started at a very young age. Uh, why do I love it so much? I think it's because something that um, I'm a little bit good at. God gave me a little bit of talent. And I think you gravitate to things that you're good at if you, you know. Um, <clears throat> What's and, my excuse? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sick addiction. But I love being outside. I love the architecture of it. Obviously, our development company has built a few courses. And, <clears throat> you know, being out in creation, camaraderie, you can travel. There's history in golf. I love, there's so many reasons. Not a bad day on the golf course. No, not a bad day at all. So that's a good question. Great question. Yeah, that's a good question. All right, Cadence. You're up. Okie dokie. So how did you and Mr. Pratt meet? Mm, Good question. So this is a Holy Spirit inclination because your mom, as you know, is an introvert by nature. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we went out to the Pearl one night for dinner. That's right. And we were sitting at a high top table, which there's only like three of them. And Mr. Pratt. I was with the Mitchells, Kim and I. We were standing up waiting for our table and we were having a glass of Prosecco. Yeah. And I was discussing. Which is what type of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a sparkling from Italy. Um, We were discussing uh, some real estate investments, uh, some rental homes up in, in Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my boys up there. And I think Grace overheard me talking about some stuff or turns. And yeah. So I don't know. She reached over and like tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, I'm sorry. Like, she's like, I'm sorry to interrupt. Talking about, are you talking about real estate yeah, returns? And, and returns. And, <laughs> and uh, so we, we, I answered uh, and we talked for a minute. And then I was like, hi, you know, by the way, they're like, you're new. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, my name is Pratt. Yeah. And you went, Pratt Reed? I'm like, yes. uh-oh, this could go one or two ways. You might be living in one of the communities. or so It's not a very common name. And once he said Pratt, I said, oh, Pratt Reed? And he was like, uh, yeah. But you had been, you'd worked with Ricky T, Rick Turner. So Mr. Turner, who sold us our house, said, you need to meet Pratt Reed. And we didn't 
meet until that day. So mom interrupted and that's how we ended up meeting. And then I think we did some lunches together. A couple of days later, then, we went to a yeah. lunch and started hanging out. And then you find out pretty quickly who the weirdos are that you want in your life. Yeah. And you attract, you attract the people that you're like. So what? That's how knew, you guys we, became friends, we, right? We knew oh, yeah. we were both weirdos. <laughs> oh, but that's how, and we got the girls together and, and anyways, from there. So that's how now we, we got, now we got this podcast, which is just for fun. Yeah. All right. You guys have, I think one more question and then we got some questions for you guys. Who has this one? Oh, Cadence, you're going to ask this question. Yes. So who came up with the idea for the podcast, the name, I mean, the name of the podcast? Mm -hmm. Both who came up with the idea and the name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both were Mr. Pratt. Well, so, you, you were already doing a podcast and yeah. podcasts are pretty popular. And I had, had an idea about maybe doing one on just wine and interviewing people. And I might do that some sometime. But um, we also we've have integrated a, a little. We, I don't. I, we talked about this before. I don't know where the saying came from. I mean, our family has said this. For There's a long time. deep arguments. Yes, in the family, family of who started often wrong, never in doubt. But I've adopted it officially yes. as my motto, family motto. So, um, but we were sitting around one day, and he said, "What about often wrong, never in doubt?" And I was like, "That resonates with me." Yeah, because <laughs> I often do feel. That I'm not wrong. Yeah. And so does Mr. Pratt, if you haven't had a conversation with him. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Very true. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. true, says Sadie. So true. Well, yes. we have – so um, we were excited about having you guys on. You guys were kind of wondering why we wanted to have you on because we do have a family focus to this. Uh, we talk about dad life. So this is kind of our dad segment. Yes. We already talked about golf before you guys came up here. Um, so I think we have a couple questions that he and I have come up with. Yeah. That we hot wanna... seat time. Hot seat. Here we go. We got a hot mic. Check, check, <laughs> check, 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 check out this. All right. Here we go. Steven, you had – do you want me to just read what you had said? Stephen came up with this one. Yeah, he was sure. He's just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on what you might want to do when you grow up. Mm. Let's start one at a time, okay? How about who's ready? Cadence? All right. Do you have an idea? Okay, so there are a lot of crazy ideas in my head of mine, but what I've always wanted to do is be a singer because my parents say I'm good at singing. A lot of people say I'm good at singing. And I like singing a lot. I especially like singing worship songs. Oh, yeah. Your mom does. Your mom sings at church. Mm -hmm. That's right. But if that doesn't happen, I want to work for my dad. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so that's going to be a very tough interview process. If the singing, if the singing career doesn't take off, <laughs> we get to work together. What would you do to work with me? We can start the interview process now. It's a lot of work and very little pay. <laughs> His employees uh, might his employees might agree with that. Okay. Well Okay. Yeah. All right. How about you, Sadie? Sadie, what do you talk to me a little bit about? Um so I also want to be a singer. La 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 la. Wait, can you guys start a duet group? Oh, we could. Uh, double the chances. Yes. Mm. yes. Okay. But um I think that may be a hobby. What I really want to be is a vet. A veterinarian. Ooh, a veterinarian. Mm. You love animals. When I grow up. Um, do you want to specialize in like farm vet, like a farm animal vet, or do you want to be like um, like a, a doggy and cat vet, or dinosaurs, or reptiles? Like, yeah. do you want to be snake vet? I would be like a like dog and cat okay. vet. Okay. 
Yeah, well, you do love, and you watch a bunch of shows on that stuff too. Right. I do. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good answer. we'll come back in 10 years and yeah. see how it's going. Yeah. All, All right. Sounds good. So, you know, what, you know, if you guys, we're going to ask a question about some family since we talk about things we do. You know, if you, when and if you guys grow up and, you know, get married and have kids on your own, is there something that you do with your family now um, as a tradition or a hobby that you would like to continue on with your family? Well, my dad, on Christmas, he did this as a kid. He helped his mom make a sauce, a really special sauce. We've talked about the sauce on here, and you have some in your freezer. Oh, it's in a lasagna, though. Oh, yeah. It's better in the lasagna. All right. (laughs) Um, After the detox. (laughs) And this Christmas in 2023, I helped my dad make the sauce, which was really fun. And I'm hoping that maybe... In the future, when I have kids, my kids will help me and me make the sauce. So you want to make the sauce on your own one day and then teach your kids how to do it. Pass that down. Mm-hmm. That would be, oh, yeah. That would be four generations if you did that. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd call that awesome sauce. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bad joke. Bad joke. Boo. <laughs> that was so awesome. Oh. All right, Sadie. What's something that we do that you might want to continue um, as a parent? So every Christmas Eve, we invite oh, the usries mm-hmm. over and we exchange gifts. I think I would do you that, have another yeah. family with their mm-hmm. kids do that? Yeah, that's a fun. That's a very fun memory that we actually talked about that too. We did. How about now off the cuff? What would you like to see your kids continue? What would I like to see my kids continue? That's good. a good question, Stephen. That I would say, you know, in their faith, I think you know, mm. I think you know, raising their children in the church and and in faith. You know, I I personally really enjoy our 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 one-on-one birthday trips, the father-daughter, father-son trips. I also mm. love those. Yeah. I think that would be neat. It's uh, something that that we started or I started. I know other people probably do that. But if that continues with my three kids and their kids, you know, um, it's just – so anyways, I'd, I'd, I'd love those two things. What about yeah, you, Stephen? I like that. So family board meetings, right? <laughs> yes. I love those things. They're so fun. So if you haven't read Jim Shields' book, 18 Summers, Family Board Meeting, we talked about it in the previous episodes, but essentially it's what you're talking about. It's a one-on-one date. I just did one on Friday, by the way, and trampoline zone. So just picture all this. Oh, yeah. In a trampoline zone. So we guy in a little coat. I mean, a little thinner, but it's still (laughs) not good, right? And we were doing flips, backflips. I mean, we're getting after it. Oh, Oh, yeah. So it was fun. You legit did a black fit? Oh, yeah. With with like a harness uh, uh, or did you just no. on the trampoline? Wow. I think that there's an athlete in here. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'm an athlete. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm an athlete. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. All right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep <laughs> yeah. moving. All right. All right. I, so here's something specific, something specific for the moms, okay? Mm. What is something that your mom does for you special or, or that maybe she doesn't even know it's special to you that she does for you that you want, you're thankful for that you want her to know, you know, you can think about it. Do you guys have anything that you really, your mom does for you that is special that you're just super she does grateful all, for? She does all, of course she does all kinds of things. Yeah. I mean a million things, right? Yeah. But what's one thing that stands out when you think about it? Like, Oh, you know what? That's really nice. Well, 
you and mom can do this, but mom, like, specializes in it. She can, like, tell when there's something wrong, even when I am acting like my usual self. She can tell when, like, something went wrong at school or I'm just feeling laid down. And she'll, and she'll, like, just ask me, just me and her, hey, is there something wrong? And, like, usually I'll say, like, no, and then I'll try to walk away from it because I don't want to talk about it. But then she'll ask me again and they'll say, yes, there's something wrong. Mm. And that always really helps me whenever there's something wrong. And I just think that's really nice and something that I love about my mom. That's a really good one. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's see, Sadie, anything uh, you want to add something your mom does for you? So... My mom also, when I'm feeling down, she cuddles with me. Oh, she, she doesn't even cuddle with me. <laughs> she does cuddle with oh, you, Dad. And she's always able to make me laugh. Yeah. A lot. And does my dad jokes make you laugh? No. You sure you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, be quiet, Dad. <laughs> uh, dad life. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We might have one small question, um, funny one. Do you guys have anything else you want to ask or talk about before we close up this guest round with you guys? Okay, Sadie's saying she has something. So what did you want to be when you grew grew up, like when you were little? Mm. Oh, yeah. I could tell you real quick. I think I even talked about this before. I wanted to be a fishing guide, a professional fishing guide that takes people out fishing. I knew that 100%. Even though I loved golf, I was big into fishing and we had a lake house on Lake Marion. I mean, you could take me fishing whenever you want. That's true. So you, I will you allow you to guide me. You're going to pay me for it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring sandwiches. Oh, no. There was a great guide up in Santee named Inky Davis, and he had a shimmery bass boat. And I went out with him a couple of times, and I was like, this guy, this is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. What about you, Stephen? I mean, there was no question in my mind until I was 21. Like the whole, my whole life, I just knew I wanted to be an attorney. Mm. I just knew it. I just, I wanted to be in the courtroom. I crushed at mock trials and I just, and then I learned that there's a ton of paperwork involved. So I was out. <laughs> in schooling. In <laughs> schooling. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like at one point I, like, I wanted you know to be an architect, but I heard you had to go to school for like seven or eight years. Yeah. So I like, oh, I was like, I oh. Pass. So That's the real, a good question. Real estate thing. That's a good question. All right. So I have kind Stand of a up. funny, I have a funny kind of brain teaser question oh, for you. Okay. okay. And I don't, I'm not sure there's a right or wrong answer. Okay. So think of a straw, you know, a, a drinking straw. Yes. You know, it's, it's tall and slender, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, cylinder. So here's the question. Does a straw have one hole or two holes? Well, I don't know. I mean, cause, cause you can think of it different ways. So what do you think? Is it one hole or two holes? I think it has two holes cause it has one hole at the top and one hole at the bottom. But they're connected. Like it's one pass through what about you i think it could be either one depending on how you think about it like there is like you could think about it as two because there's one on the top and one at the bottom but then you could think of it as like one big hole because it's kind of like shaped as a cylinder yeah down the middle so it's like one big one yeah so that's how i think about it I how, one. yeah so how i think about it i think that's a good idea because if you think about we are giving the depth of the straw the length of it credit because what if it's just a piece of paper that's how thin it is and you have a hole in it there's still a 
top of the hole and the bottom of the hole through that thin paper. Another brain teaser. So, but I like Penis's non-committal politic yeah. on that answer. I don't know. Have you ever thought about the fact that when a giraffe drinks coffee, it's no longer hot when it gets to its stomach? Oh. No, you don't. You only think about yourself. Well, I, well you know what? I, I've got one more question now. Okay. You just made me think about this with the giraffes. So I got a question <laughs> real fast. And we're going to end on this. We're going to end on this. Do you think giraffes know that they are super tall? Or do you think they walk around and look at everybody else and think that they're just really small? What do you think? Oh. Do you think they know they're super tall? Or? Well, I think they probably know that they're like a little taller than average because I have a friend and she's 5'5". Five five and I'm, I, on the other hand, I'm really small. Mm-hmm. Only 4'3". <laughs> and to me, she thinks I'm really small. But to me, I think she's like really tall. So maybe she just thinks she's a little more than average. But to me, so she's the, like really tall. So the giraffes probably think that they're taller. What about you? Do you think they know that they're taller? Or do you think they look around and be like, What's, what are these black and white striped horses running around much smaller than us? No, weird horse. <laughs> well, I'm not a giraffe. Okay. So I don't think like a giraffe a okay, lot. That's good. But mm. I think that they think they're taller because if um, – they thought think that they were shorter. They wouldn't. They would be wondering why they could reach the oh, trees. Yeah. So they could reach places that others. So they kind of. Oh, yeah. They kind of have self awareness on that. All right. Well, so that was objective and yeah. self aware. So that was a funny. Great. <laughs> just a funny question. Well, hey, can we? We're going to say thank you guys for being the yeah. first dual guest. Bye. Episode Anse. Is that French for eleven Anse? Anse. I don't know. Uh, eleven episode. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, thank you guys. You are wonderful. Um, I'm sure once this comes out, you're going to be signing autographs. So don't let it go to your head. Let's, That's right. Let's stay humble. Let's stay humble. Let's stay hungry. Hungry. Okay, we're not going to answer that one. I guess I can handle not becoming famous, but I mean, uh, I am pretty awesome. Oh, oh boy, Same. there we go. <laughs> All right, you guys, guys are awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you we're so going to wrap this segment, and we're going to pause and uh, get back to the the, the rest you can of say it. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Well, that was fun. Yes. I mean, we'll have more kids on, I think, in the future. Uh, I know that <laughs> Shelby has been begging to get on with Harper because that would be interesting. That will be fun. Interesting thing. But, yeah, because they're well, built the same. Well, we will have some guests. I don't want to say some names. But we got some fun ones lined up we talked about. But all right, we're going to wrap up with two sections, uh, the aha moment. And like we promised, we would keep the wine or now mocktails at the end so you can tune in or tune out that's right martin um, <laughs> specifically yeah, so I, I don't have an aha <laughs> moment but i do have a quote but uh, so you have a quote too why don't you read yours i do okay. and you know this this week i uh wasn't feeling super serious so i went with this is so um, funny i have a funny one too horses are a great pet for anyone who's ever wished their bicycle could make bad decisions <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My wife sent me that and I really liked it. So now I figured I'd share. That's, you know what? I normally kind of have the the deep thought one. Yeah. Um, you went funny too this week? I went funny This too. is not planned, folks. No, that's so funny. So I, I ran across a quote, a newspaper article um, from uh, that had Mookie Wilson. You remember oh, him? Yeah. The left fielder from the New York Mets, right? Remember old Mookie? I do remember Mookie. So he had a quote and I'm going to read it. It says, when I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must believe in me. 
And if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. Then I bust out. <laughs> it was published. This best was, quote ever. You know what's amazing? <laughs> is, a sports guy. Well, you know what's amazing? It is the best quote ever. One of them. But there's so much truth to that. Uh, and it's funny. I, 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 I there's two studies. There's two studies out there. Yeah. Uh, and I, I won't dive too much into it, but it's really interesting that they've recently done with children. And they took a classroom of children and put half of them in a room, gave them a test, the other half, you know, the, you know, the same test. They took a break and like call it 20 minutes, whatever. And the teacher of one group was supposed to tell them, you're so smart. You're the mm. smartest group, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. And the other group was, hey, I'm proud of how hard you're working. Mm. I'm proud of your effort. Yeah. And they kept testing them once a week, doing the same thing. And over a period of time, the ones that were told were smart and good, their test scores started to fall off. The ones that said they were proud of their effort and hard work, they grew. And it came into uh, kind of a crossover of someone believing in it. And then there was another study of athletes where the coaches were only supposed to say, hey, I believe in you. You know, I believe you're going to hit this shot. And the performance versus... You know, do your best. So, anyways, I mean, I don't want to dive into it, but you know, it is a funny. When I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, "I believe in dinosaurs." Then they must believe in me, and if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. So there's some <laughs> truth. There's amazing. some truth to that, right? Yeah, I love. Uh, it. Anyways, kind of funny. So, were you going to say something on that? Well, yeah, I was going to um, just. So there's this great story about this guy who. He was terrible in school. His teacher was giving him like the, hey, you can do it, you can do it kind of thing. And he was, wasn't going to take his SATs from a really bad area and like just terrible education and was always told he wasn't going to amount to anything, had an abusive home, all this stuff. His teacher really encouraged him to go take the SATs and he took the SATs and he ended up getting like a 1580, 1560. He ended up getting a full ride, a full scholarship to Harvard went to Harvard, came out, did really well at Harvard, came out, became a multimillionaire business owner. And it was after all of this that they sent him an email or a letter. And they said, hey, 10 years ago, we had this problem and we messed up your scores. He ended up getting a 710 on the SATs. Instead of uh... instead of the fifteen eighty that they told him, and he got a full ride to Harvard, became this multimillionaire. So just I, I love thinking about like belief in yourself, oh, yeah. how much it changes Absolutely. the trajectory of somebody's life. If that kid went and got a seven thirty on the SATs, yeah. his life would have been completely different. But he believed that he was smart because of this score. I mean, we could have a whole segment on positive self talk versus negative self talk. So important. yeah, I mean, so important. But anyways, I just loved that Mookie Wilson quote. <laughs> Mookie, uh, uh, I want to get that. I, I believe in. I really. I mean, I, I've. I've got some stuff to put up in the barn. I think I'm going to get that quote put up here in the barn. So. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on. So we're on our mocktail and um, I'm going to give you mad props. Okay. Even though I did remind you because I'm not a micromanager controlling control. You're freak. not a control for you. No, oh. not at all. But I, uh, I'm proud of you that you knew it was your turn, and you, you. Uh, this took two weeks to get delivered, so I was yeah. really. It was all, just came. So instead Friday. of instead of crafting something, you know, me, you know, on your own like I did, you you just bought something in a can. So first of all, <laughs> don't make it sound like I phoned it in because this was a lot of research that this went is, into this, this because is, this is true. So these are hard ketones. There's a company called ketoneaid.com. Also, if you're looking for sponsorships, here it is. So hard ketones, the tagline is real buzz 
no booze. All right, I'm gonna open this thing up here. Let's see, it's in a can. Okay. And we gotta pour it over ice. Now, this is, this is a ginger mule. Go, go ahead, tell me what you're gonna tell me about so it. So this was on Tim Ferriss's podcast, and also, what is the guy's name? Um, ben. Ben Greenfield. Greenfield, yeah. And so they do a they do a whole deep dive. Mm. We can put the uh, link in the show notes here because it's new ketone alcohol, healthy alcohol alternative. No sugar, no carbs, no alcohol, but it allegedly gives you a buzz. So they don't make it with alcohol. They make it with ketohol, which was actually created like 15 years ago. And they started giving it to mice and the mice started stumbling around. So they stopped using it because they were trying to figure something else out and mm. noticed it was making the mice get tipsy. And then this company picked up the... What is... This school has got to be like three times the size. <laughs> what is it? A school for ants? He's absolutely right. <laughs> so so, so it's I'm, called I'm a couple sizes. Buta Nidial, uh, but apparently it's a patented alcohol If you're still, listening, if you're still listening, I'm much bigger than a mouse. So let's taste it. We just took a sip. It's ginger mule. It's in a can. Uh, it does have, uh, the whole can's 100 calories. So let's see what we got here. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, so apparently NASA is the one who, like they were trying to find some space food. And this converts not to glycol and not to alcohol, but to ketones in yeah. your body. Okay. So, I mean, the, it says that it's going to give us a buzz. We'll see, we'll see if it works. What do you, what's your, what's your not reading script i mean this doesn't taste great <laughs> if, I <had> to, <laughs> if i'm being honest so we had a gin and tonic i get i just got this like variety pack right yeah. so, so we did we did tonic. we did taste the gin and tonic before this now we're tasting the the ginger mule i mean this makes me sound like an alcoholic but i'm not uh but i think I, <laughs> I think the flavor is not bad at all but i think you'd it'd be better if you added alcohol to it but yeah i was gonna say it tastes like a good <laughs> mixer mixer yeah, so maybe. yeah. <laughs> what happens when you get keto hall is that what you call it? that sounds like someone's name like welcome to the stage keto hall yeah, keto hall <laughs> um so, well, so yeah i don't know okay so that was that's the so this is meal. The, okay. the mocktail version so it's no alcohol apparently so it's got decent reviews it's okay. pretty expensive yeah they are well this one so there's one that's a pina colada I'm gonna. That might be sweeter. Let's taste that. I'm gonna pour that one. Well, anyways, not a bad alternative. I bet um, maybe when you ice them down a little bit, like by the pool, you know. Yeah, I um, mean, if it if it actually does give you a buzz with no alcohol, it's much healthier. It ooh, on the nose. <laughs> on the nose. On the very... nose. Pina colada is. It smells like pina colada. Actually, this one's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you like pina coladas, you know, it's a sweeter. Mm -hmm. It just went from that ginger mule. I actually, and not that I'm saying this about females, but, you know, I think a lot of females drink more pina coladas. I think so, too. Um, Although, I mean, secretly, I drink a Miami Vice when no one's looking. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it. Yeah. Absolutely. If we go play golf down south in Miami, yeah. I will be in a pool having a pina colada. Yeah. It just has to happen. But I, this one's impressive, actually. So we'll see. We'll we'll get back to you guys on how it makes us feel. But yeah. um, well, I say we wrap this thing up. Yeah, episode eleven. It was a little bit new, uh, a little new uh, with the the, the guest. And, Don't forget to email us at oftenwrongpod at gmail.com. And if you know of any companies that would love to sponsor so us, we are over a thousand listeners at this point. Yeah, this so is big kind of, deal. And you know what? I'm, 
I'm I'm praying for you in humility. I'm just going to let you know. I don't want your head to get big over this. You know, I'm trying my best. <laughs> but you heard my daughter, right? I know. She, all the kids think they're awesome. So we're <laughs> clearly maybe need to train in humility. So all right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Share it, subscribe, and I'll tell you what. I guess keep smiling. Keep smiling. Yeah, because you know what? That might be the keep only shining. sun, only sunshine someone sees today. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap. See you.